2: Well,
3: good evening, fellow MAGA extremists, and welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Very happy to have you with us here this evening, here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles. You you know them. Those things that liberals love to hate. You know, limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, traditional values, all the things Democrats can't stand and trigger them so. Thrilled to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach me at 316-869-1330, by email at john at knssradio.com, on Facebook and Truth Social at The John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. I'd love to hear from you. We have a great show Planned for you this evening, former President Donald Trump's attorney, Christina Bob, will be with us again. I thought, didn't we just, Andrew, didn't we just do this? Like two weeks ago, we had her on the show to respond to that indictment. Well, she's going to be with us again tonight to respond to the latest indictment out of Georgia. If you received your 2023 Notice of Proposed Property Tax Increase Letter this week... Dave Traubert from the Kansas Policy Institute will be with us to explain what exactly that letter means and how much local elected officials are planning to raise your property taxes. Leslie Manukian, president and founder of Health Freedom Defense Fund, will be with us to discuss the implications of a recent district court ruling that denied Nike's motion to dismiss a lawsuit many Hope will reverse corporate America's recent intrusions into the private medical lives of employees. If your employer tried to force you to get the jab, I know mine did. I did not get the jab, but they tried. Well, this Nike lawsuit may be the solution. Roy Leonardson, senior fellow at the Foundation for Government Accountability, will be with us to refute Governor Kelly's renewed claims that expanding Medicaid in Kansas will save rural hospitals. And we'll remove, re, renew rather our local election candidate profiles with a conversation with J.V. Johnston, who will be with us to discuss his run for Wichita District 5 City Council. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls at 316-869-1330. So going to have a busy show. We'll try and take your calls as best we can throughout the night. So here's the question of the evening. Do you want Kansas to turn into Chicago? Because apparently the Kelly Toland administration does. And for that matter, Kansas Democrat party does because governor Kelly has recently made a big deal out of her plans to help elect quote unquote, middle of the road officials. And that road apparently goes to Chicago. And it's, it's, you know, just like the mean streets of, of Chi town where defund the police is the policy of the day. And violence is a never ending occurrence. Apparently Kansas Democrats, Want to turn Kansas into Chicago? In case you might have missed it, Laura Kelly's Democrat Party is having its demo fest this weekend. Frankly, I'd rather have a novocaine-free root canal or a colonoscopy without the oscopy than attend demo fest. But the state's gaggle of leftists will all be in attendance, and well, it might sound like the name of a demolition derby, it's for sure Kansas Democrats want to demolish law and order and traditional values in our state. That's the only thing they want to do at Demo fest is, you know, rant and rave and get triggered over everything that, you know, is normal in society and plot about how they're going to destroy traditional values, destroy those things that we talk about, you know, limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, traditional values, the things that we take pride in, They want to destroy this annual Democrat event is a good way to see where their party is headed. So naturally, they've turned to a national leader in the defund the police movement, Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson, to headline their event as their keynote speaker. Now, there's not a whole lot of policy difference between Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson and Wichita City Council member Brandon Johnson. They're basically clones our Brandon Johnson shares the same policies as their Brandon Johnson, but it's not the same guy. This is the guy out of Chicago. And to give you an idea of Johnson's mindset, when he was a member of the Cook County Board of Commissioners in Chicago, he introduced a resolution promising to steer funds away from the police in order to fully fund social services. Because, yeah, that's going to stop crime. That's going to put crime criminals in jail. That's right. Quote, I'm absolutely confident that we will be the generation that responds and reacts to the global movement that is calling for redirecting money away from the police and militarizing police forces and directing dollars into job opportunities, transportation, health care and housing for the people. So there it is, folks. Brandon Johnson, the keynote speaker of Kansas Demo Fest, is a guy who wants to defund the cops in Chicago. And that's who Laura Kelly and David Toland and the Kansas Democrats want to bring in to be their keynote speaker to pay lip service to being middle of the road. That's who Laura Kelly thinks is the appropriate messenger for her middle of the road policies. The governor has even started a pack, by the way, bearing the same phrase, claiming to support middle of the road candidates. But make no mistake, this modern Kansas Democrat Party is just as progressive as what we see in Chicago and other extreme blue areas. Their actions are the same. Their speech is the same. It's just quieter. They just hide it better. They just obfuscate it. But it's the same defund the police, the same Marxists, the same socialists, the same transgender radicals. They just hide it better in Kansas. The last thing common-sense Kansans want is Chicago-style politics and policies. Kansas Democrats also want to destroy common-sense values in Kansas. Governor Kelly is still refusing to apply a law passed by the legislature over her veto to uphold the truth of biological sex over radical transgender ideology. Governor Kelly did not just veto the bill. She directed the government to ignore the law. She had to be sued in order to enforce the law. This is someone who claims to be middle of the road. Chris Kobach had to sue to block the administration from endorsing a view of sex that conflicts with nature, science, and the law. And this is middle of the road? Choosing an often fluid and imprecise ideology over perceived gender identity, over law and order, over science, this is not smart, this is not logical, this is not middle of the road. It puts this radical view of reality over science, and it's certainly not middle of the road. But Laura Kelly has spent her career governing from the radical left and marching to the beat of Joe Biden and leftists. She's completely failed to adhere to her pledge to meet the legislature in the middle. And with her middle-of-the-road PAC, she wants to mislead Kansans into voting for liberal clones who will vote with her and betray the very Republicans dumb enough to vote for her. These are Republican-in-name-only candidates, and they're the ones who will be receiving her support. <coughs> Excuse me. In announcing her pack, Kelly said, This PAC will support Kansas leaders who put politics aside and work with me to deliver policies that help families thrive. In reality, these Republicans and name-only candidates will be working for Laura Kelly, not with her. And I'm hopeful GOP voters will see right through her lies. Speaking of politicians who lie, we'll take a quick break and... If you received that 2023 notice of proposed property tax increase letter this week, Dave Traubert from KPI will join us to explain what exactly that means. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this.
1: Come and enjoy a free birthday boil at Hook and Reel. Valid only with minimum of a two-entree purchase, proof of ID, and also valid three days before and three days after birthday. Located in Town East Parking Lot, East Kellogg.
0: We're out to be number one in the USA. That's the reason people say Rusty Eckford ahead. You can't do better than that.
3: We're delivering deals during our Labor Day sales event at Rusty Eck Ford. We have hundreds of vehicles available that need to go so we can make room for new inventory on its way. So we're doing discounts up to $10,000 off MSRP.
1: Rusty
0: Eck yeah, you can't do better than that.
3: Yeah, we know you like saving money. How about some cheap financing? For a limited time, you can finance as low as
4: 0% APR or get big discounts up to $10,000 off MSRP.
2: Rusty X-40, yeah, you can't do better than that. If you
4: don't come see me today, I can't save you any money. Yeah. Plus tax and fees, F-150 MSRP,
3: 63,325, 7250 discount, 2750 rebates. Must trade 95 or newer auto. Residency restrictions apply. 0% APR and select new up 36 months upon credit approval. Payment of 2778 for 1,000 Offers cannot be combined. Plus finance with fourth
1: credit. Expires 9,423. Toppers Plus Truck Accessories has moved to a new location at 333 Northwest Street. We're ready to hook you up for trailer season, whether you're towing your boat, cycle, RV, or lawn equipment. Toppers Plus has receiver hitches, goosenecks, fifth wheel hitches, brake controllers, and trailer wiring. Choose some top brands like BW Hitches made in Kansas or Reese Curtain and Draw Type. Hitches matter. Get trailer season ready at Toppers Plus. New location 333 Northwest Street or ToppersPlusKS.com. Make your job work! Seven Clans First Council Casino and Resort is where the winners
3: play in August. Cool love in our indoor water park while the winning stays red hot inside the casino. Win random rewards every Tuesday with $500 giveaways
1: every hour from 6 to 9. Saturdays from 7 to 11. Play Ducks of Love and win up to $3,000. More entertainment, more attractions, and more winning this August at Seven Clans First Council Casino and Resort. Where the winners play. Highway
3: 77 in Newkirk. Want a cleaner and healthier home? Simply call Stanley Steamer at 1-800-STEAMER and schedule a carpet, tile, or hardwood cleaning. And ask about specials in your area.
2: Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets your home cleaner.
4: There's one man on this earth who really, truly gets it.
3: Everything major that goes wrong in our country today
1: is the fault of the Democrat Party. They own the federal government. They own the federal bureaucracy. They own the media. They own our educational system. Anything major that
3: goes wrong in this country, and I would go further, anything minor that goes wrong in this country is on the shoulders of the Democrat Party.
2: Mark Levin, Afternoons at 5 on ninety-eight seven and 1330 KNSS.
4: This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98. seven and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number
1: one talk.
2: Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
3: Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, if you need to you can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play knss radio and make sure you like and follow the john whitmer show facebook page and follow me on twitter at john r whitmer those are the best ways to get all the latest updates on the show and of course give us a call our studio lines are open 316-869-1330 we'll try to take calls do our best we're gonna be busy tonight so we'll, we'll try and take calls as best we can well for the Four out of five Sedgwick County homeowners whose property tax value increased this year. Last week's tax notices from the county clerk didn't contain much in the way of good news. Property taxes are expected to go up for most residents by as much as several hundred dollars. But if the tax mailer left you with more questions than answers, you're not alone. Parsing the one year of the year over year change in property taxes levied by the state county city and school districts would be hard enough if the notice included an overall tally of how much property owners paid last year and what they can expect to pay this year but it doesn't it just sort of lays it out and it's a little hard to read so joining us now to help explain these letters and how much they may impact your particular property tax bill is dave traubert from the kansas policy institute dave thank you for joining us this evening pleasure to have you back on the show again my friend
4: thanks for having me john good to be here
3: So, Dave, under Wichita's current mill levy rate of 32.762, the city would collect basically $376.76 in property taxes on a $100,000 home. Uh, Sedgwick County's current mill levy rate of 29.368 means the county would collect $337 on the same home. So right there you could tell, That if it goes from twenty nine point three six to twenty to thirty two point seven six, it's going up by you know forty bucks or so, and that's just on a hundred thousand dollar home. That's the simplest way, and that's just the city portion, right? That's the easiest way for people to read this.
4: Yeah, well, John, the uh, there was a time when the elected officials in Sedgwick County, uh, for, for some time, had kept the tax increases at least relative to the rest of the state, somewhat reasonable, uh, a little above inflation and population. But now, I mean, what we're seeing here this year is they're they're trying to uh, keep up with the tax and spenders in Johnson County. Uh, 9% increase for the city of Wichita, 9% for Sedgwick County, almost 10% for the Wichita School District. Uh, the, the spending is just, through the roof. We looked at the city of Wichita budget uh, since uh, between 2020 and what they're proposing for next year would be a 70% increase in their operating expenditures. That's net of transfers. It's net of the debt service. It's what they spend on day-to-day stuff, up 70%. And this tax increase is just not necessary the city is projecting to finish the, the next year with 48 million dollars in reserve i mean it, it, think of it this way they could do everything they want to spend without raising taxes and just not have 48 million dollars left over right that's that that, that 48 million dollar reserve is more than double what it needs to be
3: well and we all i mean i get the need for a reserve that's important to have a little bit of savings but it doesn't necessarily need yeah. to be that high and why raise property taxes in order to get there because we all know once they raise them they're not going to lower them and if you're talking about the possibility of kicking a veteran out of their home kicking a retiree or someone mm-hmm. on a fixed income out of their home all so you can spend more money that's where this gets outrageous And so we we had a listener send us their form that they received from the county and their home located in West Wichita was reappraised this year, uh, which is asinine. I mean, I'm not even going to touch the fact that their home was reappraised $30,000, $33,000. And all they did was mow the lawn, but we're not even going to touch that. Um, But their house value, they went from 254,000 to $295,000 this year. And Dave, on this particular house, so how does that break down this they're located in the city of Wichita, County, Sedgwick, and the Goddard School District, and I sent this to you so you could take but this this person they're looking at nine percent for the city, nine percent for the county, eighteen percent for the Goddard School district, and they've done nothing to the home. I talked to the homeowner on this particular house, he said he's done nothing what What possible incentive would the city have to justify? this kind of tax increase on the property.
4: Well, they can't justify it, John. It's just what they want to do. Uh, the, the the elected officials in, in in a large swath of Kansas really don't get involved in the budget process. The staff does it. So it's what the staff wants to do. The staff gives the budget to the elected officials to sign off on.
3: Sure, I get that, but that's where the elected official then has to say, no, 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 hold your horses here. Oh, that's right. Right, and that's that's why, I mean, I know that these elected officials, that if an elected official is telling a constituent that, that's a cop-out. Because then the elected official has to say, no, I'm not approving this. If you want to spend more money, cut someplace else, right? Or take it from that reserve you talked about.
4: Yeah, I mean, even if you're in the minority, Uh, you can take a position of I will not – and just publicly say I'm not going to vote for a revenue-neutral increase. I'm not going to vote for a budget unless you've demonstrated that the entire city has gone through the budget, and we want to go through it with you as elected officials. We want to look for ways to provide the same or better quality service at the best possible price. That's a taxpayer-focused approach. They don't do that. No, I mean the real simple thing is you tell the staff we're going to go. Th- if if the budget doesn't come with this process laid out, then the increase is zero. There you go. Yeah, Period. that's that's the it, way it should be. You, you know, you can't make them do it, but you can make them sorry they didn't. Yes, uh, there's there's just no excuse for this. You look at the the the, the Wichita school district for goodness sakes. Uh, you talk about wasted money since two thousand five. Enrollment is down one percent, but they've hired forty uh, percent more managers, six uh, percent more classroom teachers, twenty-four uh, percent other all other staff that's not teachers. Uh, it, it's and and, in, and what are we getting for it? Tenth uh, grade math: sixty-six percent of tenth graders in the Wichita School District below grade level in math, and just nine percent proficient.
3: And yet they want to increase their property taxes if you live in the city of Wichita School, in the Wichita School District. We're we're talking to Dave Traubert from the Kansas Policy Institute. And the thing that really frustrates me here is the elected officials who are running around claiming they're not raising taxes. I mean, technically, it's true. You're not raising taxes. You're just allowing the city to collect more of our because because guarantee every person who got this letter is going to be writing a bigger check. You're collecting more taxes. You're just not actually raising them. And these elected officials could prevent this if they wanted to but they aren't because there's no
4: political will for that.
3: Is that right Dave? That's am I am I am I saying this anything anything I just said in, uh, incorrect?
4: One thing incorrect. In my opinion they are raising taxes. This isn't just there's no way around this they are causing people to pay more tax. That is raising taxes. That's the whole purpose. Of the legislation that was passed, the Truth in Taxation Act, it forces them by reducing the mill rate so that the new valuations bring in the same dollar amount, it forces them to vote on the entire tax increase they are imposing. So even if they and they want to say well we didn't raise the mill rate, we're holding the mill rate the same as it was last year, if the value of your house went up 15% then you're they're causing you to pay 15% more in property tax,
3: right, right. The only way to prevent that would be to hold the revenue rate neutral, to lower the rate to keep it neutral. And and when you look you at lower. this, if you're talking about the City of Wichita, for example, it would be cutting. I mean, I I serve on the Wichita District Four Advisory Board. We just had a proposal that we voted down that would have done custom benches in Delano and some trees. We, it was $5 million, by the way. You've had the Pickleball Complex. You've got a $19 million multimodal complex, $400,000 in new art for downtown parks, $4.7 million for bike trails, $13 million for the new Carl Brewer Rec Center, uh, and that doesn't include the $30 million Striker Sports Complex. And all of this is what I uh, what I would really say is luxury spending. None of that is... is is necessary infrastructure really none of that is stuff that that is you know cops and fire and ambulance service and core functions of government you can't tell me the striker sports complex 30 million dollars was something that we had to live with right now we've got to have it in order to get the you know the trains to run on time it's just so they can raise taxes so they can spend more money
4: and you left one thing out john Vote for me. Well, yes. What I did. Yeah. Good point. And that's what a lot of this is about. If we spend money so we can say, look what I did for you. Well, look what you did for the people who are being taxed out of their homes. Look what you did for when you build something like a striker sports complex or you build a retail shopping area on the northwest, northeast side of Wichita. What did you do to the businesses on the northwest side, on the southwest side? You caused them to lose money because. The, the city might have more places to shop, but people don't have any more money to spend. So all you're doing is shifting money. We've looked at, we've had economists look at the Starbond projects. They look at all these different subsidy projects. They do not work, except for the people receiving the subsidy and the people who want to go and, you know, go to the ribbon cutting and say, look what I did. Everybody else pays. One way or another, everybody else pays.
3: Well, and meanwhile, Maple still floods. And Old Town Plaza, you know, you got you got shootings and the parking garage is abandoned and becoming a homeless shelter. And the Old Town Warren is is closed and shuttered. I mean, it's you yeah. know, it's it's falling into ruin. It, it, the whole point is they move on to the next shiny thing. And we're the taxpayers who are now seeing our property taxes going up so that they can, frankly, buy votes. And I think that's the thing that yeah. frustrates me is the politicians that are being disingenuous. Brandon Whipple. Running around saying we're not raising your taxes. Yes, yes, Mr. Mayor, you are.
4: Dave, I, I... Oh, no, that's that that's pants on fire, John.
3: Yeah, thank you. Yes, that's pants on fire. I appreciate you, brother, David. Thank you again for joining us this evening. If if folks want to keep in touch with you, if they want to get some of this data, I know you guys are fan- fantastic with data, and more importantly, if they want to go to the public hearings, they can find you've got information on all of the public hearing v- information that's coming up. For everything down here in Sedgwick County and in the com- in the communities around, they can find that all at kansaspolicy.org, correct?
4: And kansasopengov.org has all the lists. And I'll leave your listeners with one piece of good news, John. As much as they're suffering there in Sedgwick County, 56% of all the taxing authorities across the state of Kansas did not increase taxes last year because of this revenue neutral law that was passed. A lot of elected officials are paying attention now, not yet in Sedgwick County, certainly not yet in Johnson County, but a lot of people across the state are saving money because some elected officials are paying attention, and the ones in Sedgwick County can as well if they want to.
3: Well, and I know the legislature is thinking about doing something about property taxes, and and I would not be surprised if we see something with, with valuations and appraisals that happen in the legislature next year. So, Dave, thank you again, my friend. I appreciate
4: you, brother. All right. Thanks, John. Take care.
3: We'll be taking your calls at 845. Coming up after the break, we'll resume our local election candidate profiles with a conversation with J.V. Johnston, who'll be with us to discuss his run for Wichita District 5 City Council. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on ninety-eight seven and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
1: Every customer is treated like family Every staff member is a Truck Stuff Pro So many aftermarket accessories Sales, installation, and so much more Transform your ride, it's all inside
2: At truckstuffks.com Tricked out, decked out, check us out Truck Stuff Bad decisions limit future options. Stop adversity from becoming stress. Listen to The Flotline with host Rick Hughes Sunday at 8.30am. Learn problem-solving devices built on God's Word for inspiration, education, all without manipulation. The Line, this Sunday on KNSS.
0: This is Jennifer Garrison, co-founder of Passageways, inviting you to join us at our 7th annual Road Home 5K Race 1K Fun Run Walk on September 16th at Sedgwick County Park. Proceeds allow us to continue to help homeless veterans fight the way back off of the streets and into homes of their own. These veterans put their lives on the line for you. Will you be at the starting line for them? Contact us at PassagewaysLTD.org. And we're glad that Odyssey serves. Hi, my name is Angie Lubers. We chose to use Legacy Bank because we were searching for a low interest rate for a home mortgage loan. We just got so lucky because we were put with Jan Weta, and Jan is just so personable. It was just overall a good experience. I do like seeing Legacy Bank in the community. I know they're helping schools and churches, other charities. Since we're from Wichita, that just makes us feel good about where our money's at.
1: Legacy Bank banking for you and all that you do equal housing lender and member fdic
0: attention Falls in the bathroom can cause very serious injuries.
4: Help avoid falls in the bathroom with a safe choice shower from Bathroom Headquarters, your local leader in bathroom safety. With over 46 years experience and great buying power, we won't be undersold. Our discounts are your discounts. For your no-obligation estimate, call 316-633-9967 or visit BathroomHeadquarters.com. For your no-obligation estimate, call 316-633-9967 or visit BathroomHeadquarters.com. Brought to you by...
0: This is Carrie Lake, and you're listening to the John Whitmer Show on KNSF.
2: Live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSF. I can't stop this feeling Girl, Welcome back to the John Whitmer
3: Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all All our previous episodes there and make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on this show. Well, every election cycle, we try to bring you as many candidates running for local, state and federal office as we can. So you have the opportunity to hear from them firsthand. We're back in it again now that we're past the primary and on to the general. We will endeavor to invite every candidate registered on the ballot to appear on the show. Most accept our invitations. Some, like you know Mayor Whipple, are afraid to do so, but we'll invite them nevertheless. So each week between now and Election Day, I will try and bring you a candidate or two. If there's someone in particular you'd like to hear from, please let me know, and we'll reach out to them. That being said, joining us now is J.V. Johnston. He was born in Topeka, His parents moved the family to southwest Wichita back in 1962. When he was born, he moved into into Wichita a few years later. He grew up near Lincoln and Hillside, attending All Saints grade school before Cape and Mount Carmel High School and eventually Newman University. Immediately upon graduating, J.V. began working full-time for the family business Johnston's Clothiers. Some of you may be familiar with Johnston's, eventually taking full ownership of the business. In 2014, he left the store and accepted the position of Vice President for Advancement at Newman University, and in January of 2020, he became the Executive Director of the Guadalupe Clinic, where he has helped facilitate a new strategic management plan and better quality of care for uninsured patients. He's also been involved in the Wichita community for decades, serving on Via Christie's Board of Directors for nine years with two years as board chair, and Newman University's Board of Directors for 12 years with four years as board chair. Whew, that was a long resume to get through. Uh, J.V., thank you for joining us this evening. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. You, John. you were also part of the first 40 under 40 class. Is that right? I was. We share that in common. I wasn't part of the first class, but I was also a 40 under 40 for the Wichita Business Journal. So. There's a lot of good people in those classes. Uh, I, you know, you said that. I didn't. That yeah. way I'm not toting my <laughs> own horn. But yeah, that was I saw that 40 under 40. I was like, yeah, I was a 40 under 40. And that was a long time ago. So I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't want to date yeah. myself. Mine was longer than yours. Yours was longer <laughs> than mine. At least I can feel good with that. So I mean, you've got a full-time job as executive director of the Guadalupe Clinic. are you going to keep that? Or are you going to? Is that? Would you stay on at the Guadalupe Clinic if you won?
5: I would in some capacity. Uh, don't know what that is now.
3: Well, city council is so, kind of part-time. So. It's a it's a
5: part-time job, and, and I hear you can work
3: ten hours. You can work forty hours, or if you're Lacy Cruz, you work none. Um, <laughs> if you if you so let me with with the Guadalupe Clinic, with the volunteer work and everything else, why run? I mean, why why enter politics it's if you haven't figured it out already it's brutal it's, it's you, it is brutal it is brutal so why why subject yourself
5: you know and, and I never thought I'd be in politics ever um, but for eight years I've been on uh, the dab for district advisory board for Brian Fry uh, really enjoyed it uh, Brian says I chaired it for five or six of those eight years um, but I really got to, to know what was going on what the issues were uh, probably from the 13th row. <laughs> Not exactly oh, the I, front row.
3: You get a little I've I've served on a dab, I yeah, know what it's yeah, like. Yeah. For, so.
5: Yeah. yeah, so you get you get to do that. And so that just sparked an interest. I still didn't think that I would ever run or anything. And then um, five or six people came to me and said, Hey, would you run? And they gave me some reasons why why I should run. And then I started thinking about it. And I said, you know, I I, I, I you know, I raised thirty almost thirty million dollars at Newman for the science building because I knew the business community. In Wichita. So I had a lot of their C- the CEO's uh, cell phone numbers, which is very convenient because you don't have to go through the secretary. Oh, yeah. I've, that's, I've that's been nice. in sales. It's nice yeah. to be able to
3: bypass the gatekeeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: So I know, I know the business community. Um, now in Guadalupe Clinic, I know the nonprofit community. But I also know the city leaders really well, and I know the county leaders really well. So I know all the players in, in, in getting things done. And I like to get things done, John. That, that may frustrate me in city government.
3: Yeah, it did, it did at Newman. Yeah. It was, <laughs> but, trust me. Yeah. In government, that's gonna, they, they're, yeah. they're, they're notorious for not getting yeah. anything probably,
5: done. Probably will. but uh, So I know all the players, and, and uh, I like to get people together. And I, I tell everybody, my, I think my best quality, I've been told, is getting people together to come to a, a consensus, a conclusion. And then I, I could, we can figure out together how to drive that forward and get things done.
3: You know, a lot of folks claim these local races are nonpartisan. I think that's a load of hooey. You're, you're a registered Republican. Uh-huh. Uh, let's, let's look at a couple basic party platform issues. Where do you stand on, you know, like the Second Amendment rights or the right to life, things like that? Basic party platform, meat and tater stuff for Republicans.
5: I am very, very strict on right for life. 100% right for life. Uh, uh, right for life. It, a baby's a baby, and you don't kill a baby um second amendment is in our constitution we must protect that
3: yeah, these are easy answers for republicans they it's really easy. are they it's should easy. be easy answers yeah. for republicans um let me uh, you know it's easy when when i get those kind of easy answers i can just pivot right off of them uh we're talking with jv johnston who's running for wichita city council district five the uh Looking at some of the taxpayer stuff that are going to affect city council, there's been a lot of developmental issues. We just had Dave Trobert on, talked about some of the spending that's happened, and this, which is what's prompting this budget shortfall. Uh, what do you feel? How do you feel about incentives, like you know, the Top Golf complex, the downtown stadium? Now they're selling the land to another developer for a dollar. The pickleball complex down in Southwest Wichita. What are your thoughts on incentives? I mean, I know we have to do it to be competitive, but in general, it, ugh, it just leaves bad taste in people's mouth.
5: You know, for the, the land on the perimeter, I don't think we should have any incentives. That land is going to develop anyway. So Topgolf, you know, no other community gave gave incentive to Topgolf to, go, to come here. And, and why did we? So I don't think we should do that at all. If there's a blighted area in Old Town, uh, Delano, downtown, that a building is just sitting there and uh, the tax on the building is, you know, maybe couple thousand dollars a year but if it gets redeveloped it'd be hundreds of thousands of dollars a year um I think that that my uh barometer for if, it, if it's a good deal or not if the city invests invest one dollar we should get two dollars back in in the, in the in the long term and i i you know i raised money for my campaign I had one developer said well maybe it's only ten percent return a dollar to a dollar ten and I told him said I wouldn't do that and uh, he didn't give me any money.
3: <laughs> that does not surprise <laughs> me. That that doesn't. But then again, maybe yeah. the fact that a developer isn't giving you money is a good sign. Yeah, that, you know. I've got a couple
5: developers that I've have. have they're actually personal friends of mine. But it's okay. A, a it's, couple of them uh, said, said no. I you know I've so. been a
3: I've had I've been a candidate. I've had to raise money. Trust me, there's yeah. nothing wrong with taking donations from uh, the Democrats. Can't stand it when we take donations, but trust me, they get them too. Um, let me ask you, and I know we're gonna come up against my my quarter break here, but let me ask you a couple of. These are more political issues, but they have come up at the city level. They've come up in other cities. They're likely to come up with city Wichita, especially if Brandon Whipple is reelected. But, you know, we had recently the city of Wichita passed the nondiscrimination order. Uh, Kansas City and uh, Wichita are recently rather. Lawrence has passed ordinances that have pushed back against Gender affirming care legislation that the state passed against the women 's Bill of Rights the Kansas City has said that they're going to be a sanctuary city that you know they're going to they're going to push back they 're going to refuse to acknowledge the state law um, they Lawrence has said they're going to sue they 're going to resist um, you know I, my question is, if this were to come up, uh, you know, like if Mayor Whipple has indicated he supports the idea of allowing uh, the making the city of Wichita a sanctuary city for those seeking gender affirming care, or puberty blockers, things like that. If this were to come up, if you were on the city council, what are your thoughts on that kind of stuff?
5: You know, I I don't think it's it's really an issue for the city. You know, number one, you know, a city a city should stick to its core core functions, and that's that's public safety, police, fire, EMS um, parks and rec, things like that. Um, and I know these, these groups are very loud. They are very voice boisterous. And, uh, you know, I, I think we can just hear them out, but I don't, I don't think there should be anything that says a business has to do anything or gets fined or anything like that. I just, I just don't think that's the place.
3: Had you been on the council when they passed the non-discrimination order, how did ordinance, how would you have voted? Um, I really don't know, John. Uh, yeah, that's, hey, that's I fair. I really don't know. That's fair. It's uh, you know, you know I, for me, uh, I know. It, it comes down to the fact that there was no exception for religious exemption. That that was a con- no exceptions for conscience, no exception for yeah, religion. Yeah. That was a major issue for me.
5: And I have a problem uh, with that because I obviously I've, I run a, a clinic uh, yeah. sponsored by the Catholic Church. Yeah, The Diocese of Wichita. And
3: the Diocese was very opposed.
5: They were very opposed to it. And, and that, that would that would be a big part of my decision, too. I'm
3: sure. I'm sure. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll continue our 2023 local election candidate profiles with J.V. Johnston. Phone lines are open 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one
4: talk.
0: Imagine, it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC, are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with linzess, linacletide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually.
2: Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling.
0: Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. The summer of savings is upon us at Midwest Kia. Each month this summer, we'll announce huge dealer discounts on select models, giving you a chance to trade out your competitive make for a brand-new Kia from Midwest Kia. In August, explore summer with confidence in a new Kia Seltos. Beauty and brawn for life's adventures. Ready to upgrade your Jeep Compass, Ford Escape, Honda CR-V, or Toyota Route 4? Trade it in towards the purchase of any new Seltos and get a $1,000 discount. No matter the year, no matter the miles, your competitive trade saves you $1,000 instantly. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today. With fair pricing that is never over MSRP and no fine print and gotcha tricks that require the Fast Talk disclaimer at the end of this ad. It's a better way to buy that is simple, transparent, and fast. Trade in that old compact SUV and upgrade to a new Kia Seltos today and get a $1,000 dealer discount only at Midwest Kia. All new Kias come with an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. Visit Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com. And remember,
1: we want to see you in a Midwest Kia. Limited power warranty valid until August 31st. Pizza Johns, open since 1969. Dine in Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. at 208 South Baltimore in Derby. Give them a call at 788-2011 or go online at pizzajohnsderby.com. Pizza Johns, purveyors of round meals and flat snacks. Work or play, Line X of Wichita has you covered. Our spray and bed liners come with
2: a nationwide lifetime warranty. We carry and install truck accessories, window tint, undercoating, and more. Stop by or call today. 316-858-1197. Don't just protect it, line
1: exit.
3: There are many reasons why people have trusted the Wichita Roto-Rooter. Farmer family
1: owned and operated since 1960. With the most experienced technicians and the best warranties, Roto-Rooter is known for our honesty. We won't try to sell you something that isn't needed. We
2: pull permits and get inspections, and we can save you thousands on trenchless sewer replacement.
3: I'm
1: Rita with Roto-Rooter Plumbers. Let my family go to work for your family. Reach us at rooter.com or 263-AWAY. And away don't down the drain.
3: What it is, this is Tyrus from Fox News, and you're listening to The John Whitmer
2: Show. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
3: Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. From breaking news to severe weather updates, KNSS is here for you. So tell your legislators to keep us here and keep AM radio in vehicles now. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to keep AM radio in cars and While you're at it, make sure to like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. With us to continue our 2023 local election candidate profiles is J.V. Johnston, candidate for Wichita City Council District 5. J.V., last year the mayor pushed to decriminalize marijuana. Many expect the issue will likely get another look under the new city council, even if it's not, and let us pray that it's not Mayor Whipple again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I imagine this will come up again regardless. Would you move to put marijuana cases back into the court system? Do you support keeping marijuana laws out of city code? Do you favor legalization? What are your thoughts on on marijuana? Do I pass the brownies? Uh, do you want the Doritos? <laughs> what are your thoughts? Never tried it myself. Neither have I. <laughs> uh,
5: you know, really, it's, it's state law is against the law. So it gets state law. Um, just to, it depends on whether you want to in, enforce that law I and mean, you want to haul people to jail and and get them in trial and stuff. So um, jails are full, and I'd rather have real criminals in there than than marijuana people who smoke pot. Um, that that being said, it, it's still illegal, right? It's a state issue. Yeah, yeah, it's a
3: state issue, so it's still illegal. What do you think of the mayor's plan to tax single-use plastic bags? Another another lovely Brandon Whipple idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no,
5: I'd be against that. Okay. Uh, I don't. You idea. We we shouldn't do that. No, that's
3: crazy. Some of these are easy, aren't they? Yeah. Um, how about here's another one that's not so easy. Very. I mean, this was a big issue. It came up a lot during the mayoral primary. What do you? What are your thoughts on saving Century Two versus the Riverfront Legacy Master Plan?
5: Well, I still have my sign. Uh, your, for Save Century Two.
3: Century Two sign. So, uh,
5: and, and I think. The city didn't spend money on Century Two for 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. It says, you don't spend any money on your house, John, for 10 or 15 years. What's it going to look like? Well, yeah. It's just going to go downhill.
3: And, and yet they're still going to reappraise it at a higher value. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. They're still going to pay more tax. Yeah, they're still going to yeah, reappraise it. So,
5: I mean, this is an issue that, that the city needs to take care of what they've got. Uh, Century Two. every postcard you see, everything about Wichita has Century Two on it. The big, blue, round roof. and And that's our icon. And, and I think we should, we, if, if, if we don't, I'm not against a new finance arts center. We should, we should get one. That's fine. You know, figure out how to get one, but that you can repurpose century two to something.
3: Right. You know, use your imagination. Without a master plan that costs, you know, a billion dollars or whatever. With a swim, swimming pool and the river. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. How, how crazy is that? Yeah. And a walkway and all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a billion dollars in taxpayer money. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Okay. But we, we need to do some things, but, uh, but I think we need a we need safe century, too.
3: So let's talk a little bit about the budget shortfall. The city is facing a shortfall. It could be as low as $17 million, $12 million, as high as $25 million. over the next few years. We don't know the exact figures. City Manager Robert Layton's $750 million budget proposal calls for the city to collect $12.6 million more in property tax revenue than in 2023. Due to rising property values, this is the whole revenue-neutral budget. It's the one that uses the exact same amount of property tax dollars as the previous year's budget, or it allows you to recapture that. Well, right now, the reason that they're they're doing this is they want to spend more money. So they're going to collect basically $13 million more in property taxes without quote-unquote raising taxes. What are your thoughts on the revenue-neutral rate? What are your thoughts on this spending I mean, do you support this, or do you think we should go with a revenue-neutral rate and return that money to Wichita taxpayers?
5: Well, John, this is one of the reasons we need uh, people who can look and analyze budgets in city government. Um, and I, I think I'm definitely most qualified to do that. Uh, run the business for 20 years, being at Newman, run the budget there, now budget at, at Guadalupe Clinic. You've got to dig down deeper. Um, sometimes you need to give raises. Our, our police department, they, they need raises. Yep. Um, you know, if a starting police officer makes $5,000 less than a starting security guard at QuickTrip. That's not right. You know, so we need we need to pick and choose where we're going to put that money. Um, now, there's other places that we we probably shouldn't be spending money, like a pickleball court, $6 million for pickleball court. Some of these things you mentioned earlier. So those things we need to go through and really look at and, and see how that money is spent. And we need to keep taxes as low as we can. You know, the Guadalupe Clinic is a clinic for for the poor. But uninsured, no insurance, no Medicare, no Medicaid. We're right below Grace Med, Hunter Health and Health Corps. Um, Our founders believed that wanted pure health care without government. They didn't want to fill out all the government forms. And we give it very, very efficiently. For every dollar given to Guadalupe Clinic, we give $3.40 worth of care. Wow. Now, no government agency can do that no <laughs> they don't even want so to. <laughs> so that, that that's that, that kind of thinking that we need is to how how can we do things more efficiently
3: that's a good thought that's a very good thought and that's that is you're right that is exactly what we need uh i know we've only got about another minute or so let me ask you this question you know there are really two solid conservatives in this race with you and gary bond and then there's a democrat the three of you are running many have express concerns that with two conservatives in the race, that the two of you, the two Republicans might split the vote, enabling the Democrat to win. Is this something that concerns you uh, at all? Is that something that you're concerned about? Definitely. So which one of you is going to drop out? I'm then?
5: definitely concerned. I mean, about that's,
3: that. that's the next <laughs> question then that comes up is if that's concerning, what do we do about it?
5: You know, that that's where I'm just going to work hard and get the message out. And, and my tagline is, uh, Experience counts and leadership matters. That is the difference between myself and the other two candidates. Um, I've I've got the experience. I've got the the judgment. And I know how to lead. I've consistently done that in private business as a Vice President Newman and as Executive Director at Guadalupe Clinic.
3: Well, J.V., I I appreciate you for joining us this evening. Thank you again. If folks want more information on your campaign, if they want to volunteer or, more importantly, really, if they want to donate, they can visit J.V or Wichita.com, and that's F-O-R, and they can uh, they can find you uh, on Twitter. They can find information on your campaign. They can volunteer or donate there, correct? Yes, they can. and on Facebook. Well, I appreciate you again. I'm sure we'll probably – I'm going to try and circle back with you, have you guys on the show again, but I appreciate you, my friend. Okay. appreciate you coming on, and best of luck to you. Thank you, John. We'll take a quick break, and after the top of the hour break, we'll talk with the Health Freedom Defense Fund about Nike's lawsuit – And whether or not there's a chance we can finally put an end to companies making you take vaccines against your will. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show. We'll be back right after this